little lead-in. Free-range hot buns. Promo of the decade, that was. Austin Lane was not happy about that when they called him free-range hot buns on the company email. I thought it was a classic, though. Free-range hot buns, good nickname. Would you be happy if they called you free-range hot buns, Ryan Middleton? It sounds like a meeting with HR if you're the wrong person. Okay, so I said that exact same thing. I said that. I was like, you low-key have an HR claim on your hands, and he he didn't want to do that because, you know, Austin's a good guy. He better get that money. But it's over now because that was like November, and that promo just stays There's no statute of limitations on being harassed. Is there not? Harassed. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, Casey. Never been in that situation, Casey. Yeah, I, I've never, I, you know, no. I, I'm not harassing nor being harassed. And I'm, okay, I'm glad you cleared that up. Yeah, the goal is to just keep it that took way. You a minute. It took you a minute to clear it up. Yeah, I'm the, just saying. Yeah, the goal is to just keep <laughs> it that way. ESPN 690 is the station you're listening to, and you're listening to Action Sports Jacks Overtime. That was Brian Middleton, who is on the ones and twos. Uh, we got some deep dives to do with Brian Middleton today, including about his Chick-fil-A commercial, as well as uh, a couple weeks ago, Brian came in here. Very hot and heavy about driving in the left lane. I know have a, I have a solution now to fix driving altogether. I thought of it yesterday while I was driving behind somebody going 30 in the left lane. So uh, we'll do that a little bit later. Uh, Casey Kurtz with you as well right here on ESPN 690. But we start where we left off on Action Sports Jacks. And that is Doug Peterson will have a second interview with the Jacksonville Jaguars to be their head coach. And when I first heard it, I thought, okay, I'm with it. But, do you smell that, Brian? <laughs> Smells like desperation. Oh. Yeah, I know. I got you. What's going to go somewhere else? Yeah, smells like desperation on the uh, the part of the Jags. And I tell you this because uh, we believe Doug Peterson was the first person to interview to be the head coach of the Jags. And now, 30-something days later, after it appears you've struck out on a couple other candidates, you come back. One, if I'm Doug Peterson, I guess, you know, you really do want to be a coach back in the NFL. I get that. So there is reason to take the interview. But if I'm Doug Peterson, like, have some respect maybe a little bit for yourself. Because the way I look at it is they interviewed you. They said whatever they said. But it it certainly wasn't, we're going to hire you as the next head coach. And now 30-some days later, they come back after they struck out. Then sit right with me if, if I'm Doug Peterson. I mean, but maybe it's a bargaining chip at this point. Maybe he can increase his value if the scenario is playing out the way that it's kind of looking from the outside in that they struck out with a couple of guys that they had above Peterson. Uh, He wasn't the favorite or the second favorite or the third favorite. And, you know, now it's it's getting to crunch time. So now maybe Peterson and his agent are like, okay, you want me. And I want to be here, but it's going to cost you a little bit more. Hey, but I will say this. I don't know what the deal was with that pump fake uh, at the last block of Action Sports Jacks. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you did something like this last week. I was talking to you about this. And when yeah. I was listening on my way into the actual station, yep. Brent came on with a sense of urgency yep. and anticipation. He did. And it was just like, man, Brent's such a good storyteller. I was like, all right, what do you got? Brent's like, hey, we got some news. That's my Brent impersonation. I, I don't know if I sound like him. And I was I turned up the dial, right? Yeah. Because I don't stream. I do it the old-fashioned way, AM. You are old, though. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty old. 
You're okay. old. All right. Old is a, uh, it's relative, but I'm pretty old. In comparison to you, everybody can't be born in 2007, Casey. Yeah. It's an amazing, you know, rise uh, yeah. to stardom that you've had uh, being 16 years old. Yeah. But, but then to hear that it's because Doug Peterson has a second interview, I felt cheated. I, I felt cheated. Y'all got to stop that. You did it last week. With, uh, I don't even remember who you said. Uh, when they officially announced Nathaniel Hackett That's is the coach right. of the Denver Broncos. And I got to tell you, man, you're going to start a riot up in here in Jacksonville. You know what people want to hear, that there's a new coach being announced. Yeah, and I can't tell them that. But I could tell them a new coach is being announced for the Denver Broncos. Look, it's a, it was a hard sell from Brent, absolutely. It is some news because the fan base is so starved for anything going sort of correctly. And a lot of people liked Doug Peterson. Uh, to be the head coach of the Jags way back when this whole thing started. Now, after the fans have had their heart torn out more times than you can count, I don't know what this will do. I think Brent, I think Brent is excited due to the fact that that's the guy he wanted. I think Austin is reasonably excited as well. And obviously a second interview does not mean you're going to be the head coach, but I think it's a step in the right direction. But will we come back to the same old same old, and that is we hear reports and that maybe Doug Peterson does or does not want to work with Trent Baalke, and then we might be back in the exact same spot we've been in this entire time, which we believe is the hang-up. And by we believe, I mean me, because I'm not going to speak for anybody else. Austin seems to believe that there's a hang-up there as well. Um, and I guess at the end of the day, since uh, the, the organization and Shad, they don't say anything, so we don't really know what's going on but everyone believes the hang-up is working with Trent Baalke and if Shad has decided to keep him as the GM and Doug Peterson doesn't want to work out, work with him then we've done this whole thing again for no fun but back to your point yeah it was a hard sell by Brent I give you that but listen sometimes you got to tell the people what they want to hear and big news is what the people want to hear just might not have been the you know exact news that they wanted to hear but anyway I'm glad to hear that you're listening and turning up the dial in your vehicle on your way to work. I like to hear it. In the left lane. In the left lane. By the way, what, what, going, going over the speed limit, just right at it, comfortable speed or? Oh, I was going 60. Huh? I was going 60 on south side. We, there's no 60 oh, miles good. per hour on south side. That's 20, 15, 20 miles per hour over the speed limit. You know limit. we are on in the radio. Got so to. Like, I got to. Like we, we could have Jacksonville's finest listening. Feels like quick, and I respect them, man. I salute them for everything that they do. And I was going 60 in a 45. <laughs> good. I respect them now. Good, good. No disrespect to you, JSO. Yeah, hey, well, you, if y'all if y'all want to catch my man Brian Middleton, he comes back in on Thursday. See, that's Thursdays why I, I know well. when you get that Pat McAfee contract, you're going to take Amanda and you're going to be like, I don't even know no Brian. See, you dirty right there, man. You ready to snitch. I was, see, oh, gosh. Man, I'm just trying to snitch. Just trying to snitch. It's all, it's all good, man. Anyway. I would never snitch on you, by I, the way. I don't believe that one bit. I wouldn't snitch on you. I mean, unless you did a crime. Yeah, you know. Because <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm a civilian. <laughs> I, I hear you. Anyway, we got on the YouTube, the Jags should hire Brian Flores and then have Doug Peterson as their offensive coordinator. Uh, I, I, I I hear where you're coming from, but I have a hard time believing that Doug Peterson, who was the head coach of a Super Bowl winning team, is going to say, you know what? I'm not good enough to be their head coach, but I definitely want to be the offensive coordinator of that team. You know what I'm saying? Like, I... That's a career. Can't do it. Can't, can't do it. Uh, Brian Flores, though, is interesting 
in terms of being the head coach. Obviously, we haven't heard any of those rumors, but at this point, who even knows what is happening other than we do know Doug Peterson will get that interview tomorrow. But the Brian Flores one is interesting because it's interesting in two ways. One, defensive-minded coach, so you're probably leaning towards an offensive-minded coach to help Trevor Lawrence, and you couple that with Tua. They made the wrong pick, one, but two, you can't really say that he's developing Tua all that well because we really haven't seen Tua get that much better. So that's kind of the problem I have there with that, but I I wouldn't hate it. At this point, man, somebody. I told Brent this earlier before we got we got going today at three. Just, just do it. Just hire a coach. At this point, I'm so numb to it. Let us move on with our lives. By the way, senior bowl practices, I'm pretty sure, start tomorrow. Tomorrow! Hmm. The Jags don't have a coach! Yeah, they got anybody there? Who knows? Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Probably not. Probably. No, they're all going to be interviewing Doug Peterson. The second time, by the way. The second time. 30-something days after. Something they didn't ask him the first time. I, I try not to get mad about it, right? I started yelling about it. Yeah, you should. Because, like, I do have the fan passion, like, it's there. Because, you know, fan. But, like, sometimes it just defies logic. The senior bowl practices are starting. You have the number one pick in the draft and the 33rd pick in the draft. Yeah. And you don't have a coach there to scout. Yeah. The players that you may pick. Allegedly. We don't know. Maybe, maybe. You, you don't know, have, Mr. No, Khan, they, they absolutely don't have a there. coach there. That's what I'm saying. They don't have a head coach there. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. And for the scouts that may be there, which likely are there, to Austin's point, he said this multiple times, you don't know what defense you're going to run. Yeah. Yeah. So you might scout the wrong players. Yeah. You may like somebody that's just not going to fit for right. new guys in. Yeah. So it's. That's true. It's um, it's a disaster, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just going to say it. It is a disaster. Hire Adam Sandler on the stream. That's a good one. Adam Sandler, yeah. head coach. Has a nice ring to it. Anyway, we got more to do here on OT. We got some vague headlines. We got how to fix driving. I don't know if driving needs fixed, but we're going to tell you how. And we got a lot more to do as we lead you in to some Leonard Hamilton conversations on Florida State basketball. That comes up at 7 p.m. Stick with us. Action Sports Jacks Overtime on ESPN 690. Action Sports Jacks Overtime, ESPN 690. We're rolling along on a Monday. Brian Middleton on the ones and twos. Casey Kurtz with you as well. You can get at Brian on the Twitter. He just posted a... uh, Nice little selfie of a brand new haircut he got as he goes into the weekend. Brian Milton doesn't work on the rest of our time. His weekend is now. You can get it at him at the broadcast on. You can get it at me at K Kurtz. Brian Middleton, how often do you get a haircut? Seems like you always have a good cut going. That's why I ask. Every other week. Every other week? Every other week. Shout out to that boy Joshua Gillies. I know he ain't paid for that promo, man, but he he, he does it right. Maybe. He's maybe. precise. He's a surgeon with it. Surgical. Well, I like that. Yeah. I like that. I might need to get a cut before my wedding. You, you should. He could, you think he could hook me up? He absolutely could. I like he, that. Because all hair types. That's the way I can put it. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> he, he, cuts, he cuts all hair types. Go to his Instagram. He does. He cuts, I'll just leave it there. He does. I'll just leave it there. Just, what's wrong with that? I don't know. I was trying to figure out how to get. I, I'm just saying. I'm going to just does. leave it there. I'm going to just leave it there. He's nice with it. 
Uh, I believe that because you got the good cuts. So that's why I'm interested. I'll figure, you know, we'll talk. We'll talk off air. Uh, but what we will talk about on air, though, is the critically acc- acclaimed. Mm-hmm. Come out, right? Okay. Uh, b- vague headlines is what I'm getting at, Brian. Oh, okay. Everybody like, critically acclaimed. What do we have this? The that? people okay. love vague headlines. Do they? Yeah, I've heard. Is that a Twitter poll? What is that? Well, what yeah. Pure no. research? How are you figuring that yeah, out? Yeah, I, I heard that. I heard. Yep. I heard. Okay. <laughs> Awkward transition. Yeah, vague headlines. headlines. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> vague headlines is where I ask Casey, or I give Casey two choices of a sport in a non-sport vague headline. From there, he chooses one of those two, and we uh, we delve deeper. You ready, Casey? Never been more ready. Never been more ready. You Although I say sound, that every week. Yeah, and you never sound excited. You do this big build-up, and then you're never excited. Anyway, okay. Yeah! All right. All right, man. Okay, first two. Reverse tip or unlikely? Reverse tip or unlikely? Um, reverse tip. Reverse tip. Okay, reverse tip is a non-sport headline. Actual headline, Casey, write this down. Domino's will pay you $3 to not get your pizza delivered. So, facing a shortage of workers, I'm going to explain. Facing a shortage of workers, Domino's Pizza is hoping to incentivize its customers to choose carryout over delivery. So, beginning today... Through May 22nd, Domino's will be tipping customers $3 if they order online and choose carryout. The credit can be used on a future online carryout order. Uh, The promotion is to try to alleviate stress with the upcoming Super Bowl because they know it's going to be a big deal. And then Domino's also said in a statement that the carryout credit can be combined with other offers, making for a tasty deal. So, Casey, the question. First of all, are you a big Domino's fan? Um, I, yeah, Domino's all right. Okay. Uh, they, and, they don't pay me to talk about them. <laughs> I mean, they you, are all right. You, you, uh, uh, up, big up in uh, Chick-fil-A every chance you get. It's different. It's true love from Chick-fil-A. All right. They make me feel love there. Here's the, <laughs> my pleasure. Here's the actual question. All right. What would you pay someone not to do anymore if money wasn't an issue? What would I pay someone to not do anymore? That is a heck of a question. Yeah, it is. Went to school for it. That's what I do. The first, like, three or four that came to my head, I can't say. Oh, that's on the podcast, folks. No, <laughs> no, it's not. Um, huh. All right, I got it. This is going to come out of left field. You're going to have no idea what I'm talking about. Okay. I hate, with a passion, paying tolls, like when you drive. Mm-hmm. So if I could pay someone to not do something anymore, I'd pay, like, the toll people to stop collecting. What? Yeah, I'm serious. I hate tolls, like, with a passion. There's, like, my true friends know there's, like, two or three people, not people, two or three things that, like, I really hate. Paying for parking is one of them. Paying for tolls is one of them. And then there's one that I probably shouldn't say. <laughs> yeah, oh, you're going to have to tell me in the break. I will. That's the second time you've referenced that. Yeah. I want to make sure I understand this, though, Casey, because, you, know, you know, I only got a, a broadcast degree. Yeah. That's not true. But, you know, I, I need to understand this. Instead of paying the toll, 
Yes. I would do. You still going to pay the money. Yeah. Just the, not to the toll. I would do the greater good for everybody else out there that doesn't huh? like to pay the tolls. So I would get it out of the way for them. If y'all understand that, you know, God bless y'all. I don't get it, but I asked you the question. This is about you. So you don't want to pay tolls just to yep. the employees. Okay. It's like a, like a reverse tip almost. Okay. Next two. Playing with fire or everybody knows almost doesn't count. Playing with fire or everybody knows almost doesn't count. Let's go. Everybody knows almost doesn't count. That was actually a song. I was debating on whether or not I was going to hit you with the actual singing of it. But good thing you didn't. No, good thing I didn't. No, it's fine. It's funny. Okay. So that's actually a sporting headline. So. San Francisco, actual headline, San Francisco and Kansas City can't close out conference championship games. Now, Casey, I know you watched both of the games over the weekend. Yes. Uh, you saw how it became a seesaw battle when one team, mainly Kansas City and San Francisco at times, looked like they were firmly in control of the game, but they both had pretty heartbreaking losses. I mean, whenever you get that far into a professional sporting season, all the work you put in is going to be disappointing. I think you would agree about that. So my question to you is this, Casey. Uh -huh. Which team would you rather be out of the two losers? Because you're going to be a loser. You're a loser, right? You're a loser. Okay. All right? Yep. If you're either one of those teams, you're a loser. Casey Kurtz. Who put the Kurtz curse on the Kansas City Chiefs, but we'll get to that later. Oh, boy. But which out of the two teams would you actually prefer to be? Kansas City. And why? They're so they're so much in a better spot. They have Mah Patrick Mahomes, I guess I should start with. But they're not in salary cap trouble, which is surprising because I looked it up today due to the fact they have all of those very good players. Um, so that helps. If San Francisco, they have a good core of players, but you're going to move on from Jimmy G, likely. Uh, Trey Lance, I will have to see. There's no guarantee that he's going to be good. Uh, I hope he is because I'm buying a lot of Trey Lance cards right now to flip when he's good. So go. fingers crossed on that one. But I think Kansas City, they lost, but I still think they're in a good position. All right. Am I wrong? Hey, this is about you and your opinion, man. Yep, that's true. I mean, of course your opinion is wrong uh, a lot lately, but I mean, who am I to say? Huh? You want to be Kansas City. You, you want to have a little brother like uh, Jackson Mahomes. So, you know, there you go. All right. Last two, Casey. What you got? Please let me play the Ryan Clark sound I have or Joseph B. Shiesty. Just Ryan Clark. Go ahead. Ryan Clark. All right. That's the, uh, the sporting one. All right. Oh, Shocker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actual headline. Twitter goes bonkers after Joe Burrow and the Bengals eliminate Jackson and Brittany from the playoffs. Yep. Okay. Joe Burrow, a.k.a. Joe Burr, a.k.a. Joseph B. Shiesty. The B stands for baby goat is not the hero we deserve, but the one we all needed right now. Yeah. In another insane overtime finish, of course, Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals rallied back down from 18 to their defeat. Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs and Casey Kurtz, who said they didn't have near what they needed to beat them. Couldn't see it. Couldn't see it, folks. I could pull the tape if you wanted. Anyway, the Bengals are headed to Los Angeles, where they'll face the Rams. But perhaps more importantly, the end of the Chiefs means the end of... Patrick Mahomes' little brother, Jackson, an incredibly annoying fiance, Brittany Matthews, and Twitter is loving it. Now, before I go any further, 
this will be the first of many times I will let this Ryan Clark sound go about uh, Jackson and Brittany and just in general throughout the show. Y'all ready? Here we go. Bill Belichick, your ass out of the stadium because he's sorry as hell. There you go. Okay. I can't wait to play that more and more. Yep. That's what they did. Thank you, Ryan. Now, Casey, I can't read all the tweets directed towards Jackson and Brittany. One, because we don't have 72 hours straight of airtime. And two, I can't multitask the dumb button while reading. But I do believe this one tweet sums up what 48 of the 50 states felt about Cincy's win. What you got? When the nation was in distress over having to see Jackson and Brittany in the Super Bowl, a young man, i.e. Joe Burrow, courageously took the challenge to make sure that wouldn't happen. And then they have a picture along with the tweet of uh, Joey B in black and white looking really official. Yeah. Okay? So, Casey, mm -hmm. first of all. Yes. If you had to choose one person to be associated with the team that you are actually on, okay? Say so you're playing for the Jags or whoever your team is at the time, right? Yeah. Who are you taking? Jackson Mahomes or Antonio Brown? Come on. You hate them both. You hate them both. You do. So I can't wait. So wait, is Antonio Brown on the team? Antonio Brown, yeah, and they're in their position. So Antonio Brown, if he's on your team, he is a Pro Bowl, should be Hall of Fame, first ballot wide receiver. I'll with... take AB. Wow. I'll take my chances. Stop the cap. No, I'm serious. I'll you... take my chances. Now, you told me you don't want that man to be on earth anymore. No, I didn't say I Well, you paraphrased. Well, I didn't say that. But you paraphrased. Yeah, I did. But I'd take my chances with AB. Wow. I thought it was going to be a tougher choice for you. But here we go. Okay, finally, Casey, um, your thoughts on not seeing the dynamic duo for Kansas City anymore, not Kelsey uh, and Patrick, but Jackson and Brittany. Yeah, um, America needed a hero, and Joe Burrow presented itself. And he's America's quarterback. He's America's hero. Um, I, you know, I feel okay about it. Um, it's a nice little thing to not have to worry about. Not that I'd really be worried about it, but... Uh, I, I, I won't complain not having to uh, think about that during the night of the Super Bowl. Can you imagine how annoying they would have been? Oh, man. Well, they have they have been in it before, so I can't imagine that. Oh, you wouldn't be able to tell them anything. Anyway, Casey, that's it for Vague Headlines. All right. I like it. Ryan Clark, letting them know, letting the people know how he feels. It's a good clip. Anyway, we got more to do on OT. The headlines are behind us. We got more still ahead of us, taking you up to 7 o'clock. When you will hear from Leonard Hamilton about Florida State Seminoles basketball. Stick with us. OT continues after this. All right, Brian. I figured it out, man. This is how we fix driving. If you're an OT listener, you realize there's been some driving situations that have been talked about on the show. We will continue it for as long as they let us talk on the radio. I figured out how to fix driving, all right? Okay. Now, I just want to start by saying, if you're over the age of 60 right now, you're not going to love this idea. Okay? I'm just going to start by saying that. But uh, I want to go on record right now, uh -huh. everybody. Mm -hmm. This is Casey Kurtz's career. We do not share the same opinions on everything. That is true. Because where he's going right now, I'm telling you, Casey, this is going to mess you up. I'm telling you it's going to mess you up, but I definitely want to hear it, So go ahead. Okay, yeah. On your 60th birthday, everybody, you have two weeks to take and pass a driver's test. Oh. You then have a five-year grace period. 
You take it again at 65. If you pass, you continue on with your driver's license. You take it again at 70. And you take it again at 75. Now, here's where things are going to get a little, a little hairy. After you pass at the age of 75, you then have to continually pass every year until you decide you are done driving. So, from the age of 75 on, you would have to take your driver's test every single year to continue to drive. And here's why I thought of this, right? Last night, I was driving home. From here, because I, I came in here to make sure that everyone listening could hear Westwood One's coverage of the NFC Championship. Just wanted to make sure everything was cool with that. And by the way, obviously, the season is over, but you could have heard Westwood One's coverage of Thursday, Sunday, and Monday Night Football, as long as all of the playoff games. We'll have the Pro Bowl coming up on Sunday as well. Um, so stay locked for that. I believe that one will start at 3 o'clock um, on Sunday. But so I was driving in or driving home. There, there's a dude in the left lane in a 45 going like a casual 30, right? So I, I have pretty good patience, like actual road, road rage wise. Like I'm yelling in my car, but I'm not like honking or flashing like the horn, you know? Yeah. So he starts to get over like into this turn lane that's coming. Like that hadn't been here the whole time, obviously. But he decided to be in like both lanes. Like he was driving right over the middle line. So that's when I got a little irritable because there was somebody in the middle lane, so I couldn't get over. So that's when I, like, laid on the horn for a bit, and he got over. And then when I got up next to him, I felt bad, Ryan, because, like, it was just a whole guy. Like, he was just trying to, you know, do his thing. And I feel bad now that I honked at him, but it made me realize, like, you should have to continuously pass a driver's test once you get to a certain age. Because, like, it's dangerous. Like, not only is it inconvenient, but it's dangerous. Hmm. Am I wrong? Oh, you're not taking me down with you. I'm just listening to you go. I think that you actually make some really good points, yeah, Thank every you. five years. Um, yep. But, you know, to be real with you, maybe that should start when you get your license at 16 and you got to take it again at 21. Don't you have to change your license when you have to change from 16 to 21? Maybe you have to do it during that time as well because teens can be okay. pretty uh, pretty reckless as well. Okay, so so you're saying that you should have to take it before, right when you're turning 21. That's interesting. All right. I'm just saying, you know. That's a horrible idea. That's way worse than mine. Uh, no, it's not. You're knocking off uh, many people who have been driving for decades. I'm talking about people yeah, who just but, got the license and who are, just, who are more privy. Yeah, but I'm saying it's because, like, the older, like, the reaction time isn't as good. I just, all I'm saying is if you're going to do it for the very old, I mean, you know what? very old, but if, the if, very old, then you should do it. Your first couple years, yeah, come on back. Yeah, if, if year. that's what it takes. Till you're 21. If that's what it, wait, whoa, whoa, year after year, 16, 17, 18, 19, till 20. You're, till you're 21. That is a absolutely horrible idea. That is the worst idea I've ever heard about anything I've ever heard about anything. Okay, excessive much, just over the over the top. You got 10 seconds. You got to hit this break. It wasn't, it, my idea was good. Your idea was not. Stick with us. OT continues right after this. Stream doesn't like my driving idea. Can you believe that, Brian Middleton? Something ain't right about that. Mm. If you're listening on the radio, we encourage you when you're not driving to watch and listen on the stream. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. You can find Action Sports Jacks from 3 to 6 and Action Sports Jacks over time from 6 to 7. 
and you can see a visual version of a radio show. It's a game changer. Uh, lots of people are doing it now, but we like to say we're first, and that's what we're going to do. So anyway, check out the stream. You can comment whatever platform you're on, and we will see it. Um, have a have a comment here. Somebody that's 57 doesn't want to take the driving test, but here at the end of the day, I say, listen, rules are rules, and you got to follow. So that's how I feel about that. Action Sports Jacks Overtime ESPN 690. Brian Milton on the ones and twos. Casey Kurtz with you as well. Brian, we're going to talk about America's quarterback and what is probably the most well-received quarterback matchup in a Super Bowl of all time. But Amanda's texting me that I'm balding. Brian, look at the stream. What is happening? Are you there? You're back balding again? It looks. It doesn't look good. Man, I'm telling you, biotin, man. I'm telling you. It's just the way that the light hits your scalp because your hair is standing out. You know? It's, yeah. it's just the way that the hair follicles are dropping out of your scalp. It's, you're not really balding. It's, you know, it's that you, you just have less hair uh, today than you did yesterday and the day before and the day before. And the day before. All right. So, look, here's what I'm thinking about the Super Bowl. You have Joe Burrow who is widely liked, I should say. Uh, is it because he beat the Chiefs? Maybe. Is it because he has the most swag of any quarterback in the NFL? Likely. But it seems like Joe Burrow is pretty well received by the national NFL fan. Okay. Do you, you agree or disagree? Yeah, okay. I agree. Perfect. So we're on the same page for now. So far. When you look at the Rams, how can you possibly hate Matt Stafford? The dude spent, up until this year, his entire career trying to win for the Detroit Lions. He slung the ball around for 16 games for like 10 years. They never won anything. He put up good stats. He's a likable guy. Finally gets a chance to win. Got doubted at the end of the regular season. Comes out. Beats Tom Brady in Tampa. Beats the 49ers, who the Rams have been 0-6 against. How can you not like Matt Stafford? Agree or disagree? I don't like the way that I'm being led into this, but, yeah, I agree still so far. Okay. I'm trying to see where you're going with this. And that's where I'm going. Yeah. Can you, as a, like, is anyone watching this? Is anyone going to watch the Super Bowl and be like, man, I don't like one of these guys? Like, this is such a likable quarterback matchup. Like, if you are a totally neutral observer and you don't have anything going, like, if you're just a football fan, right? Like, you, perfect example is Brian Middleton, our guy on the ones and twos. Brian, you're a Carolina Panthers fan. Mm-hmm. And as I scan the rosters of the teams in my head, yeah. like, Jags fans could potentially not cheer for the Rams because of Jalen Ramsey. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... Carolina Panthers fans are neutral observers, are they not? Is there anyone I'm missing? I can't think of anybody right now. So for you, is there any reason to root against Joe Burrow and or Matthew Stafford? Well, you know, again, I'll just answer the question until you open things up for more interpretation. So no, there's no reason to go against one of those two QBs in my opinion. So isn't that a perfect scenario for the NFL? Because now you're, you might bring in people that had 
I think I think it just widens your audience that you could have had because you have two guys that are likable playing the most important position in the game, two teams that have not won in forever. The Rams were just there, but they didn't win. Um, I think this is a perfect, in a weird way, a perfect matchup for the NFL because to your point, it's easy to root against the Chiefs. One, they're always in it. Two, they have some off-the-field reasons why you would root against them. Who? What are those off-the-field reasons? They're, they're, you know what they are. No, I don't. Why don't you say it? I got Ryan Clark uh, lined up. I, I, they would probably have to be Patrick Mahomes' family. Uh, what, what are their names? Uh, I believe Jackson and Brittany. Bill Belichick, your ass out of the stadium because <laughs> he's sorry as hell. So you, But now do you see where I'm going? Yeah. Well, here's the deal. Um, the Rams are a super, super team that um, they they found some talent. Like, they got the best wide receiver at least this season in the league. Yes, they do. I, I think we would agree on that. Cooper Cup story mm-hmm. is amazing, uh, but he, he's the absolute best. Um, they go and pick up OBJ. They go and pick up uh, Von Miller. They 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 had Aaron Donald. You know, they like they... That was a you know a, a pick that they they grew and, and grew with and he's been amazing for so many years. They go and get Matthew Stafford. I could find a scenario where people are like, I they are the villain now because they made smart front office moves. But then you have a team like the Bengals and I don't know all the free agent acqui- acquisitions, but their main guys seem like uh, it's been pretty much the draft or they've been there at least for a few seasons. And Joe Burrow's story is just better than Matt Stafford's. And you made a, a very compelling case, especially with the lost years in Detroit. But I saw a, a tweet, a message um, from like a 14-year-old Joe Burrow. You may have seen this on, um, uh, on Instagram or some social media where he was basically messaging one of these guys who does all of the rankings, and he was like, are there any... I'm a junior in high school. Are there any camps I can go to? Because I have no offers. I'm not getting looked at. And then the team that he probably dreamed of playing for, you know, being in Ohio, Ohio State, he has to transfer from, and then it's just been a dream run from there. And then he gets injured, and now he's in the Super Bowl, and he always looks... Like he is unbothered. I don't care if we're down uh, 17. I don't care if the kicker is about to uh, Evan McPherson, who is stone cold as well, about to uh, you know hit the game-winning three. We're gonna drive down this field. We're gonna figure it out. You say Kansas City is a juggernaut, Casey Kurtz. You say that you can't see a way for us to win. Let me show you something. We're not worried over here. I'm Joe Burr. I got the best story in here, and that's why I think more people are going to root for him even in the casual sense, but your point is taken. It's hard to go against either one of these guys individually. Why is Joe Burrow's story better than Matthew Stafford's? Again, I I don't believe Matthew Stafford had the same, uh, I would say, struggle probably getting noticed. Uh, And that's not his fault. I'm glad he was great in high school. Uh, And and he was on really good teams at UGA, which I remember, and they just couldn't get it done. Yeah, and you know what? And then... He gets to Detroit, and I can't fault him for that. But it wasn't like... He was the number one pick. Yes. It, it wasn't like he was uh, devoid of talent all those years. He was throwing to a couple of guys. You may have heard of him. I don't know if you heard of him, yeah. but that's cool. And uh, I, like it wasn't... Most of the years were lost, but not all of them. And I think that 
more people are going to be able to relate. Not now, not Joe Burrow now. He's put in all the work. He's grown, you know, as a quarterback. Like, who, there's only a handful of people in the world any given time in, you know, in history that could actually play professional QB in the NFL. Mm -hmm. So you can't really relate now. But the origins of his story that have come out. Now, Matt Stafford may have something similar to that. But... I don't know it. All I know are, you know, all the accolades. And, you know, if I'm wrong, UJ fans, please put it in the stream um, and, and tell me that Matt Stafford uh, had no offers coming out uh, his senior year and went to community college and all that stuff. And I'll be like, I'll reevaluate the situation. But that's why I think more people will gravitate towards that. I just think his story is better. But they both have great stories. I mean, if either one of them win, you know, so be it. It's going to be a, it's going to be a good storyline. You'll be able to write a good story. Uh, and they'll be able to do a great ESPN piece on it. Well, I just think to your first point, in which the reason that the Rams might not be likable is because they built a super team, in a sense. Which I'm not mad at, by the way. But let's not let's not look at this. Isn't this isn't LeBron James choosing to give up on the Cleveland Cavaliers? Hey, everybody, you heard that laugh? Because he don't believe it. This isn't this that. Is, this is straight. Trolling. This isn't that. This is straight Matthew trolling. Stafford was under contract. Matthew Stafford was under contract to play for the Detroit Lions, and Sean McVay came and traded for him. He didn't handpick his destination. I didn't say he did. Right, but I'm just I saying the that's Rams why built a super team. I they built a super team around him, though. Okay, and but that's why I think the story is just as good. Matthew Stafford wasn't. Calling all these teams like, hey, you just, I'm going to come sign there. You just knocked LeBron James. Yeah, Joe did. Burrow did it with the team he got drafted with. Now, how about that? Now, how about that one? Now, they – Check. Queen on guard. What you got? I got one more move. I'm waiting for you to just mess yourself up. I'm about to checkmate it. What you got? Come Wait, on. What? Why is – why are you holding it against that Matthew Stafford couldn't run with the Lions? Because you just held it against LeBron James when you chuckled. You yeah, said he quit that, on the team. Yeah, that was mostly for you. Yeah, I know. But are you actually you holding? Are you actually holding it against Matt Stafford? I am the in the midst of an argument that you're wrong on, and so I need to prove that you're wrong. Okay, then do it. I just did. What do you mean? I'm not going to repeat myself. Well, I'm just saying. I, I think. I, I don't think you can discredit the Matt Stafford storyline. I didn't discredit it. I said Joe Burrow has a better one. Come on, Casey. All right. I mean, it's up for debate, but but it is what it is nevertheless those are the two teams that will meet in the super bowl as you mentioned the rams super team sort of in a sense uh joe burrow america's quarterback and america's team if you listen to brian middleton i uh, i think it will be a heck of a matchup luckily we have two weeks to talk about it but what we don't have two weeks to talk about is the teams that lost the chiefs they're fine they're going to bring back most of their guys are they fine though they're fine. Bengals have come back against them in Cincinnati, now in Kansas City, in the conference championship. You got Josh Allen out there. Really, a lot of people think that the Bills are just as good. I, I mean, you're talking about Aaron Rodgers potentially going to Denver. We haven't seen a major Patrick Mahomes, like, injury and fight through that. Like, I, I, are they okay? Did they... Are they, are they still going to be the favorites going into next year based off of just what we know right now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There hey, you go. everybody, that's the curse curse. If I was a Kansas City fan, I'd be like, Casey, stay far away. Stay far away from my team. You don't think they'll be the favorite going into next year? The favorite for what? To win the AFC. West? No, the whole AFC. They'll definitely be the favorite to win the West. 
Like, the, like what? You think that they're just magically? Do you know? How, I mean, I know you if don't. The, that's the, the I forgot. You don't know how the odds work. If the Bengals, you tell me if the Bengals win the Super Bowl. I'm absolutely telling you that. Yes, that's how. Like, that's how odds work. Mm, okay, I can't. Hey, I'm pulling that clip. I can't wait. Hope Joe Burrow. Just for that. That's the only reason I'm rooting for Joe Burrow now. I need to see them win, and then I need to see the Vegas odds the week after. The way too early odds, whatever they call it. And Super Bowl next year, 2023, the current favorite Kansas City Chiefs plus 650. Yeah, let's do it after this Super Bowl. Okay. Does it, does it not change? I mean, it, it I'm will, you, it will change, but they won't jump up to the favorite. Like, that's just not how the odds. The Rams would. The Rams would. The Rams right now are third for next year. Like, the Rams would. Who's second? Uh, Buffalo. Okay. Ironically. I'd give it. I'd give it that. Um, yeah, I think Kansas City, they're going to add um, in the secondary. They're going to have to. Nothing huge, but they will need to figure that out. My question more so was going towards San Francisco, and is it the right move to give up on Jimmy G, which is what they will be doing. Uh, I think Trey Lance is going to be okay and potentially very good, so I think you could, but I think it's a risky move to give up on Jimmy G. Your thoughts on that in about 30 seconds. I'm not super high on Garoppolo, but you can't deny his resume. You know, you made that point last week. You just you cannot deny the resume. You know, conference championships, Super Bowls. Even if it doesn't look great, he's he's the quarterback when you're there. And so it's like, I mean, he's going to find a team. Someone's going to be like, "Well, bring that over here." Yeah, I think I think to your point, Jimmy G will have a lot of suitors because I agree with you. You can't deny his resume. Uh, but, I mean, you drafted Trey Lance, so the writing is on the wall there. So that'll be interesting. A lot of quarterback movement. We'll see Aaron Rodgers will obviously lead the charge in that and then the draft and all that. But we got a long way to go. Before we do that, we do not have a long way to go tonight. We want to let you know Inside Seminole Basketball is coming up next with Leonard Hamilton. He will talk about the week that was for the FSU basketball team. In-